Drums, please! Good morning, Fabcasters. This is our bar with the Drive Time Podcast. A For All Believers... Oops, radio. A For All Believers production. For All Believers is a community of restored restorers on mission for the gospel. Anyways, uh, this so this morning, as you can tell, I'm backing up out of my driveway. Getting ready to go. I got my cup of buttered grits here. I got a banana and I got a gallon of water. I got no coffee. I didn't have I didn't have coffee this morning. I didn't have coffee yesterday morning and the morning before that. You know why? Cuz I've been set free everybody. So I uh, I heard on the radio that the top 2 addictions of mankind number 2 is coffee. Drum roll for number 1. Number one is, is um, no, strike that, reverse it. Number one addiction in the world is coffee still. Number two addiction is a smartphone. Dude, I was like, wait a minute, because I just, I just recently did this coffee thing, right? Freedom from coffee. Um, I could have it if I wanted to, but I was like, I don't need it anymore. Plus, doctor told me all that caffeine is probably not good for me. It's a diuretic and it's messing with my system. Anyways, if the number one addiction is coffee and the number two addiction is a smartphone, well, shoot, man, I'm, I've just been recently set free from the top two addictions of mankind. One, I don't have a smartphone. Uh, i got a flip phone, which is amazing. I encourage everybody to do it. And two, I don't need this coffee thing anymore. And uh, the reason, so I guess the topic for today is, is how to overcome addictions. I mean, come on, top two addictions in the world known to mankind. I just did it and I'm fine. I mean, the first three days, uh, the first three days of uh, going cold turkey and coffee, I will warn you, you might get a splitting headache, but after day four, mm, it'll go, it'll go away. Or you could do what my wife had me do um she got me a half calf uh a little pint-sized half calf and then after that it was just full decaf and then i was just drinking decaf for a while and then but i don't i don't need it you could do that or you could just push through and get the headache um the first time i had a caffeine headache i was in college and i ended up in the hospital I had this caffeine withdrawal. It was gnarly. But anyways, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna share a handful of verses on things that would motivate us to never be addicted to anything ever again. Okay. First Corinthians ten thirteen through fourteen. First Corinthians ten thirteen through fourteen says this: No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, 
He will also provide a way out so you can endure it. Therefore, my friends, flee from idolatry. I love how that ends. Flee from idolatry. We know what idolatry is. The idolatry is, in my own vernacular, making something matter more that doesn't matter most. I think idolatry is saying I need something. So the moment I use that N-word, N-E-E-D, need, whatever that is in my life, and it's a good thing, right? it's now become an idol. If I say I need coffee, well, that's not the truth. I don't need coffee. I don't need a smartphone. This is me, me personally. I don't, well, actually, for everybody, nobody needs a smartphone. I heard a lady, and I don't know the lady, but I was in a line standing around somewhere, and this, this lady, she was about, she must have been in her 60s. She goes, oh, I don't know what I would do without my smartphone. I use it to get everywhere. My and, I, and I'm thinking, lady, you're from a generation that had no cell phones. You had Thomas guides for maps. You, you don't need that thing. You, you've, you've spent the majority of your life without it. That's just a little weird. You don't need it. So if I say I need something, I need caffeine, I need my this, I need that, I, I need to do this, otherwise I'm gonna go crazy. Um, folks, that's idolatry. We, don't, we need nothing but the Lord. And guess what? Newsflash, we don't need the Lord. We have Him if we are in Christ, if we are believers in Christ. We have... We have Jesus. We don't need him. I hope everybody's catching that. Like we, we don't need something that I already have, right? Like I don't need a car because I'm driving one. I, I already have one. Give that car to somebody else. Okay, uh, so let me see. Here, here's another one. James 4, 7. James 4, 7 says this. Submit yourselves then to God resist the devil and then he will flee from you so that means whatever the devil's whispering in my ear like you need this you need this you need to do this oh think about this think about this thought i just i just lord thank you that i am free i submit to you lord thank you that i get to do what you say only Thank you that I am free to never do what the devil says. You see that? I engaged God. I didn't even engage, I didn't even engage the devil. Didn't even recognize him. Completely ignored him. I don't, have a, I, I don't have conversations with the devil. I only have conversations with God. Okay. And, and here's a conversation. This could be a conversation with the devil. Take it how you will. But here's the only conversation I'll ever have with the devil. Nope, 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 nope. Followed up by, thank you, Lord, that I don't have to do this. Thank you, Lord, that I don't need this. I don't need this. Well, I was sitting with a group of guys one time and then they said, yeah, you know what? Um, yeah, yeah, sex is a need. Sex is a need is probably the number one need because a book came out in, in the in the early 2000s called His Needs, Her Needs, said that the number one need of a man is sexual fulfillment. Well, that's false. It's not a need. And if sex was a need, then what's 14-year-old Johnny Schmuckatelli supposed to do? What's he supposed to do? Come on, everybody. What's he supposed to do? It must not be a need. Sex can't be a need 
because then it becomes my God and it becomes an idol. Sex is not a need. That's why now, well, years ago I went on, I went on a deployment. I could go on another deployment if I wanted to not have relations with my wife and be totally okay. Why? Because it's not a need. All right, I've belabored that enough. Um, I'm just going to leave you with those two verses, Fabcasters. James 4, 7, and what was the other one? 1 Corinthians 10, 13 through 14. We don't have to be addicted to anything. And someone might be hearing this, saying, well, that's nice, but I'm addicted to drugs, and I've been a drug addict for a long time. Okay. I got a buddy. I'll give you his number. Well, I'll have to ask him first. Cold turkey, meth free. One night. God put his brother back in his life. His brother, just one interaction with his brother, he's, he's free from meth, methamphetamines. I don't even know what that is. I just know it's really bad and it's highly addictive. I have no idea what it is. But my friend was freed from meth. Uh, an FBI agent told me that no one has ever recovered from meth. I don't know where he's getting that. But I, I'm i going to call him out on it because my friend, my friend Ernie, overcame, overcame meth. So don't tell me something can't be, can't be overcome. Plus, the icing on this cake is the Word of God. It tells me if I resist the devil after I submit to God, and he'll flee. I don't. I don't get to say anything in my life. That's that's followed by well, the devil made me do it. There's not a single sin in my life that I have to do, not because the devil's whispering into me or because someone made me mad. That's a farce. No one can make me mad. No one can destroy my day because Jesus lives in me and He's having a great day. So if you're going to make me have a bad day, you have to make Jesus have a bad day first because he lives in me and I've already died to myself. So have at it. If you want to make Jesus have a bad day, you can't. The King of glory, the resurrected King lives in me and has made his home in me and he's fine. You can't even hurt Jesus. You can't hurt his feelings. So if you can't hurt his feelings and he lives in me, right? Oh my gosh, that means you can't ruin my day. Now, yesterday I felt bad. Three days ago, I felt like a loser. Something I did at work, right? I made a mistake. I sent the wrong email. <laughs> I sent a file that was from January when I said I sent the file that was from today, right? One of those days. And the devil was whispering in my ear, Did you, you're a loser. This is why you didn't get promoted. And, Come on, man. You're never gonna, you're always gonna be a screw up. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Jesus, thank you for who you are in me. Thank you for who I am in you. I am a child of God created in the image of God. You see, if I, I'm always preaching the gospel to myself because I need it. And my, and my friends are always preaching the gospel to me, always. Always, always, always preaching the gospel to me. Yep, I am surrounded by a high caliber group of, of guys and gals. 
So imagine a world now that is addiction-free. And then let's also move away from the word addiction because, well, biblically they're called strongholds. They're spiritual strongholds that must be broken down with the power of the Word of God. Spoken, the rhema, when the Word is spoken, those things get broken. When we resist the devil after submitting to God, when we say, no, 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 I don't have to do this, the enemy flees. All right, I belabored this long enough. And I will see you later, Fabcasters. Love you so much. Please spread this message of the gospel. Peace. Have a great day.